ever catch yourself in the early afternoon thinking, boy, I could use a nap? Well, if done correctly, a nap can improve your health. Welcome to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. I'm Gina DiPietro. Maybe it was a big lunch or you didn't sleep well the night before. So what's the quick fix? It's called a power nap, which can springboard you into a productive, alert evening. In this episode, Cliff Mertens talks to Dr. Nancy Behrens, a Novant Health sleep specialist, about how long the perfect power nap should be, how it helps your brain specifically, and tips on creating a setting that's nap-friendly. Thank you for listening. You know, what is the preferred length for an adult nap? Yeah, for most people, it would be um, about 20 minutes or less. And why is it called a power nap? It's kind of it's a short um, it's a short, relatively short time period, but it um, provides a lot of benefit. So, what are the what are the main benefits of a nap? So, a power nap can help you to feel more alert, less sleepy, can boost your creativity, your productivity, and even help with your immune system. What happens? Some people claim that's not enough. They're, they, it takes them 10 minutes just to get the, their pillow comfortable. They need to polish off a 90-minute nap in the middle of the day. That leads to something I learned called sleep inertia. So explain how sometimes too much napping can be not beneficial to you in the middle of the day. Yeah, if, if you sleep for 20 minutes or less, you're more likely to stay in the lighter stages of sleep, which can be refreshing in, during that time. Um, but if you go for a longer nap, like over nine, over 30 minutes, you're probably going to enter slow wave sleep. And that's a very deep stage of sleep that it can be hard to wake up from. So you might actually feel less refreshed if you try to wake up during slow wave sleep. If you go past 90 minutes, you're more likely to get into REM sleep. Um, so if you go through a REM cycle, you could wind up feeling more refreshed somebody who's pretty sleep deprived to start with, who's not getting enough sleep at night, might feel better after a longer nap like that where they do get a REM period. Um, But then we get into the danger that if somebody is sleeping for prolonged times during the day, that can make it harder to fall asleep at night and take away from your nighttime sleep. I wanted to ask you about that. The timing of a nap is important. You don't wanna do it too early in the day, pretty soon after you wake up, you don't wanna do it too close to, to bedtime. What's optimally the best time if you feel you have to take a quote power nap? What's the best time for that? Yeah, for most people that would be early afternoon. Most of us do have a dip in our alertness and energy levels early afternoon, like after lunch. And that's when some of the countries do actually take a siesta. Um, So if you're able to get a power nap in after lunch, that's a really great time to be able to do it. What specifically happens to your brain when you do take one of those naps that's beneficial? I mean, neurologically speaking, for for a common person, can you try to explain to what that does to us, how it helps us wake up to be more refreshed and and sharper? Yeah, your brain um, kind of gets to rest a little bit, tune out from all the external stimuli and everything that you're doing for work. So you get a break that way. Um, You go into a lighter stage of sleep. There are actually some changes in um, your brain chemistry. Um, One chemical that's involved is adenosine, and that's a chemical that um, caffeine affects, and sleep does as well. So a natural way to increase your alertness by affecting adenosine would be to get a, a little brief nap. 
What sort of setting is important for a nap? I know a lot of times the sun is shining or it's July or it's, it's noisy in my house. What, what sort of things would you recommend someone who really wants to establish a good place to take this nap? Yeah, so if you're actually able to get kind of away from everything going on, if you're able to lie down someplace comfortable, make everything a little bit darker, um, or use a sleep mask if you can't dark, darken the room. Um, Earplugs can be helpful um, as well. So dark or quiet, lie down. If you have a little light blanket, even for your brief nap, it'll probably be a, a more refreshing nap. You're more likely to doze off a little bit during that time that you have. Sounds very similar to what you'd recommend at night. Keep it quiet. That's right, yeah. Kind of controlling the environment, making it conducive to sleep. What about people who feel they always need a nap? They're always playing catch up. Could that be signs of some sort of sleep disorder you have? You're not just tired because you woke up early. You really have something going on at night when you should be sleeping solidly. Yeah, so if somebody is always feeling sleepy or fatigued, um, and especially if they are allowing enough time at, for sleep at night, which for most people is around that eight hours, although it can vary for some individuals. Um, but if you're never feeling refreshed, we do worry that you could have some kind of a sleep disorder. Sleep apnea is a common sleep disorder that we see where people stop breathing at night. Um, often they're, they're snoring and, and waking up during the night as well. Um, some people have restless legs and leg movements during the night. Some people act out dreams where they're actually thrashing around and fighting in their sleep. Um, and then if, if these things are not going on and somebody's very sleepy during the day, we consider sleep disorders like narcolepsy. Is there a magic number for naps? If I'm, should I look at how many I'm taking per week or per month, or is it just okay to do them periodically if you just feel like you need one? Yeah, it's okay too. Some people actually do make a point of, of putting some time aside to rest, possibly doze off during the day. And that can be very healthy. It's a nice way to decrease your stress levels. Um, even if you don't doze off for an actual nap, just taking that time to kind of be quiet, rest your brain, relax a little bit can be very healthy. Have you seen, I know a lot of times stress plays a part in sleep or interrupting someone's sleep. Have you seen during COVID-19 a, a, a time when a lot of people are stressed out about various things? Have you seen a lot of disruptions, more disruptions, I should say, now during the pandemic than normal? Well, different things are happening. Um, one good thing coming out of um, the changes in a lot of people's lifestyle is that we've seen pe some people getting more sleep because if they're working from home, they don't have that commute time. So they might be able to sleep in a little later. So there is a group of people that's actually getting a little more sleep and feeling better that way. Um, on the other hand, a lot of people are stressed and worried about health um, and finances and, and other stressors this year. And that has affected people's sleep. Um, something else that's gone on with the pandemic is that if people are working from home or they're not working, then sometimes their schedules get way off and people really sleep best typically with a set schedule. So if you have no schedule and everything's kind of all over the map, a lot of people find they start having sleep problems. And so it sounds like naps are okay. They're not the, the, they're not the end, but it sounds like sleep is best if it's like consolidated at night. If you get your eight hours at night, you shouldn't have to rely on a nap. Use a nap maybe as an auxiliary sort of thing. Is that right? Sleep is best when it's all in one group at night? 
For, for most of us, it is. Yeah, if you can get your eight hours um, at night, that is great for you. But it, there's really nothing wrong with getting a power nap in the afternoon. And it's, it's probably even a good thing if you're able to, to swing it. What uh, do people feel guilty about it? Do people feel like, you know, that they're, they're going to be tagged as lazy or whatever? It, it seems like some people are, are, you know, a sign of weakness, took a nap, sign of weakness. That's true. That, yeah, that's an interesting thing with our culture, I think, where, you know, for, for many people just working very hard and pushing yourself to the limit and, um, you know, not taking time to care for yourself is sometimes seen as being tough and being productive. Um, but sometimes people go too far with that and then their health suffers and, and the rest of their life suffers. So it really is trying to maintain a balance and, and getting enough sleep is really taking care of yourself so you can be productive and have a, you know, a longer, healthier life. When's the last time you took a power nap? I try to take it. I do try to turn out the lights and put my head down for 10, 15 minutes um, during the day if I can. So, and I find that that does help me to go into the rest of my day feeling alert, feeling calm, um, thinking better because it is a very busy day and multitasking and it's hard to do that for eight or more hours straight. So I do like power naps when I can get them. Sort of clean the slate. You know, those kindergartner teachers, they're not, I'm telling you, they have the secret. They know the deal. You take 15 in the middle of the day and we'll be good in the afternoon. Yeah, it's interesting. Now with my kids like doing uh, remote learning from home, they talk about taking brain breaks where you can't just sit there and look at your computer all day and expect to maintain that level of alertness. So taking a brain break, taking a brain rest, I think is, is a really good thing that we should all do. Hello, Gina DiPietro again. As you heard, a well-placed nap is an easy and effective way to boost your energy and avoid dragging through the rest of your day. It's okay to schedule some downtime. As little as 20 minutes works fine. Even if you don't fall asleep, you're giving your brain a rest and that will jumpstart your productivity and creativity. For more practical health tips and information, search Novant Health Healthy Headlines. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review us and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. Most are just 15 minutes. Thank you for listening.